From Chagdagumpa Riggs and Lane, this is Listen, Contemplate, Meditate, a podcast featuring a range of teachings from the Buddhist tradition presented by Lamas of Chagdagumpa Foundation. Our website is chagdagumpa.org. It's, it's uh, not easy to work with attachment and desire. It's uh, because we got some pleasure. You know, we have some fulfillment of our attachment and desire. The, um, the measure is how you were before and how you are now. Two years in, in terms of uh, countless cycles of lifetimes is not very much. The uh, when we when we are feeling discouraged, then we we look back and see how we were, and uh, the fact that we were oblivious to our own tendencies of desire before, and now we're not. That itself is incredible. Then when we are feeling proud about that, uh, then. We look at those who've really overcome desire, have transcendent desire for sentient beings. The, um, in the moment when you, in a, you have a desire, like you walking around San Francisco, and so much that's desirable here. <laughs> just to see the buildings here, it, it's incredible beauty. And so then in the moment, just stop. Like that stopping completely. Don't breathe. Look. And who is desiring? Who is this desirer? And what is it that's desired? And what is this transaction? You'll see that all of it, your ephemeral, the... Uh, the object of your desire, if you analyze it, it's ephemeral. The transaction, we don't desire the same thing. Uh, we can't maintain any of these emotions. We can't, we can't maintain the desire for that particular object, and we can't maintain desire itself in, in a stable way. So then what is this? And then you see the illusion of it. I think that what drives desire is, first of all, we're in the desire realm, you know, from the lowest hell realms up to the lower echelons of the worldly God's realm, we're hardwired for desire. But the other thing is a kind of fear of being desireless. What is it on the other side of desire? If we have no desire, are we dead? You know, we fear like we, uh, if we had no desire whatsoever, we would be um, flat. So we don't have to worry too much because probably we're going to desire, you know, at least the next meal and to go to bed. But in, in the, uh, the hierarchy of desires, what follows our kind of worldly desires is desires for visions. You know, they don't care about the, the, the dense worldly 
desires, we care about visions. And what follows out is like a desire for stability. And so then, for us, I think that, that offering, when you desire something, offer it to Guru Rinpoche, offer it to your teacher, offer it to sentient beings, and look at it again and see if it still has the same potency. I think the most joyful people are the most altruistic. When we really have altruism and the, the wish that others have happiness, then that gives us happiness. There's a deep satisfaction that, uh, that we're able to do that, that we're able to have altruism, that, that, uh, and then to appreciate the altruism of others. Uh, that looking for the the good qualities of others, then that mitigates our anxiety and, and mistrust. The um, there's so much to fear in an ordinary sense in this world, the depletion, the wars, the, uh, the sudden shifts of fate, the, uh, not fate, the circumstances. There's nothing that's reliable except the connection that you have to the wisdom of Buddha, and that wisdom is intrinsic to your own being. Chattabhimbacha used to say, your Buddha nature is your best friend. You are never separate from that. You can be separate from anything else. knowing that, then that it can't be taken away, that uh, even if there's a complete falling apart of your body, uh, even if there's a prolonged agony of your circumstances, still it's, it changes. Impermanence works both ways. Uh, good things are impermanent, but also the negative things are also impermanent. And we have the the ability to establish the vectors of our impermanence. That's our ability. It's a kind of confidence that comes. The greatest confidence comes, I think, from Guru Yoga, if you have that good fortune. If you have the connection with a teacher and... uh, uh, you uh, have the example of a teacher. You know that your prayers are answered. The, uh, this I know because Chaturimpache left that body behind, that body that was beloved to us. And uh, yet the blessing 
is still there. It's extraordinary. And those of you who have that connection to Sogo Rinpoche, Sogo Rinpoche also will leave his body behind. But his uh, the, the resonance of his blessing, the wisdom of his mind, in some ways it becomes even more accessible if you don't uh, doubt. And his teaching is, of all of the emotions, doubt is the the most difficult and harmful and destructive of the emotions. And so then, to have some measure of faith, uh, this is such a blessing. We leave that blessing, it's a legacy that we leave ourselves from one lifetime to another. And then we cultivate it by our own virtue and, and, and training of the mind. When you see that the mind can be trained, that, uh, that uh, it's not outer circumstances cannot defeat your training of your own mind, then the, that faith becomes clarified and then virtually irreversible. That kind of confidence, um, it's why the, no matter what the Chinese tried to do, the communists tried to do, you guys need to meet that distinction. The communist uh, conquerors tried to do They couldn't destroy the faith of the people. Uh, more effective than all of their propaganda is distraction of television, distraction of media. That's really destroying Tibet. Yeah, it's uh, where people before had space in their mind. Now they're just like us, yeah. And watching uh, the series, yeah, all about the evil Japanese. <laughs> it's uh, soap operas. For us, we really need to be careful about our distractions. It's, uh, well, it's a real addiction, distraction. And I think our our giving into distraction, I'm talking about for me, that more than anything else, more than pain, undermines my confidence in myself and my, my path that I so easily fall under distraction. So then there's still a choice we can choose to to live our lives in awareness and and cognizance of our mind and its nature, our mission and their nature, our intellect and its nature. Okay, maybe we should meditate again and see where we are. This podcast is supported by the generosity and kindness of Chagdagumpa members and donors. If you're interested in becoming a member, making a donation, or if you want to learn more about Chagdagumpa, feel free to go to chagdagumpa.org.